Greetings in the name of Yeshua. <clears throat> I'm going to set the volume. Okay, there we are. All right. Today I, uh, I received a whole bunch of scriptures. And they're in regards to the clouds that are coming. I haven't had a chance to go through and discern them or read them or research them. But I can tell you they, um, they're powerful. I can say this. If you're with the Lord, you're going to go through this. You're not going to be unbumped or unbruised. But one of the things it does say is not one hair of the head, one hair on your head is going to be harmed. However, there will be trials and tribulations. Now, I want to read to you tonight because the Lord led me to this. And what he's showing me is that we have some time to prepare. But there's no in-between with this. You are either prepared or you're not. So the warning here, the trumpet from the watchman, the trumpet is such. From Ephesians 5, 1 or 2, Ephesians 5, 1 through 2, 10. I know these videos aren't professionally done. I'm doing my best. I'm bringing you the word. I'm sincere of heart. And I hope you're patient with me. <clears throat> Be therefore followers of God as dear children. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you has become with saints. Folks, take a look. There cannot be any of this in your lives. Take a serious, serious look. There cannot be any of what the following is going to be read in your lives. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. Be in prayer, people. For this ye know not know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. This is a list. Go to your Bible. Go through this list. Make sure none of this, none, is in your lives. Not suggesting that it is, but you know, Satan is pretty subtle and he has devious ways of putting us into positions that we don't recognize unless we take the time to really look and study and find out. That's what this is all about. This is a warning. Take time, study, 
go through your system, go through everything, go through your faith, go through your walk, all the locations, everything. Make it squeaky clean, as clean as you possibly can. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Now this one here, pay particular attention to because folks, this whole verse, I have approximately 12 scriptures out of 11 different chapters that are pertaining to this one particular verse. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Pay particular attention to this word disobedience. Do not get caught in your mind thinking that what you're doing is right. God took millions of people through the desert for 40 years because they believed what they were doing was right. What's coming is for people who are disobedient, who are not in God's work, God's laws, God's teachings. They're disobedient. And his wrath is coming. You don't want to get caught in it. But not ye therefore partakers with them. Do not associate yourself with any organization or group that is teaching falsities. Get out of it. Come to the Lord. Get back to the Ten Commandments as, a, as your root, as your base. It's a template of walking in life and faith. It'll build on it. Go back through all these videos and recognize what I'm talking about building your faith. Get on it. Get out of the world. Get out of the world. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. We are his light. He has put his light in us. If we're obedient, his light shines through us. It's in us and it shines through us and we need to abide by it. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Do not take this message lightly. Pass it as far as you possibly can. It is a warning that needs to be heard. It's a trumpet sound that needs to be heard around the world. Too many people are taking these warnings too lightly. They're going on like they did in Day of Noah, marrying, partying, doing whatever evil comes to their minds. And I'm talking believers. They have become complacent in their walk. They have thoughts in their mind that they are right in what they're doing. 
They're not, they don't believe themselves as being idolaters. They don't believe themselves as being off the walk, off the narrow path. Understand what's coming. It is not a nice, convenient thing. It is not to be taken lightly. It is not to be taken lightly. When I got these messages, these, these verses, and I went through and I was reading just, I, I was skimming them really quickly and referencing. And <clears throat> the theme through the whole message is faith based on hope. Faith based on hope. Remember I said, we must trust to deepen our faith. Our faith is then going to bring us further hope. Recognize it's a, it's a chain, it's strength. So the more we trust in what we learn and what the Holy Spirit brings us, deepens our faith, in deepening our faith, we come away from the world. Coming away from the world, we are protected by the Word, protected by the Holy Spirit, lifted into the hands of the angels, and we're taken through the turmoil that is about to, that is about to come into this world. This is a judgment, folks. Remember when he was walking in this fig tree? didn't produce any fruit. And because it didn't produce any fruit, he cursed it. And the next day it was dead. And the next day it was dead. We need to be fruitful. Now, one thing I can reveal to you that I was shown in this was that we need to continue doing our work two ways. Number one, in the world to sustain ourselves. Number two, in being spiritual and shedding our light into the world. Remember I said we have to focus our light and we focus it into a particular area and particular groups and we go in and we work with those people. Work so that they get the word, that they receive the light, the living water, come to salvation and walk in peace and harmony and love and forgiveness. That's our job. And understand that the judgment that's on this world right now, if you're not sharing your salvation, it means nothing to the Lord. So it's going to be a part of that judgment. So take these words in heed. Recognize what is being said is not light. It is quite serious. Whatever you believe in your mind, you better put a check on it and go back, find out what it's based in, and that it's righteous. If it's not righteous, get rid of it. One of the other areas that is going to be looked at and judged are the teachers. If they're false, they're coming down. 
You heard what he said here in Ephesians. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. So anyone who is teaching falsely is going to be considered a child of disobedience and, he's going to and the Lord is going to deal with them. That's what's coming, people. This is not a light thing. I remember what comes to my mind, and I, I, I this wasn't a part of it, but what comes to my mind out of this was the Lord said he was going to send angels to gather up the wood, the stuff that isn't part of his, and he's going to throw it into the fire. He's going to get rid of it. Understand, this is serious. And I'm pleading with you to take it as serious as what I'm talking. Once I finish discerning, I'm going to go through it. Once I finish this video, I'm going to begin going through it and discerning it. I'm going to put it on paper as well as I'm going to make a video. And I will have that up as soon as I can. And I really plead with everyone, take the time to see it. Take the time to read it. Study. Go back to your roots. Go back to your basic. Make sure that everything is in order. We're under grace right now and we have time. Use this time as a calm in the storm because the storm is coming. It's starting to build. It's starting to build. Caution. And I'm pulling in my horns. I'm withdrawing myself from all of the affairs of the world. All of it, politically, I'm withdrawing. One of the cautions in this is that we must not be concerned with anything of the affairs of this world in any way, shape, or form. It's a root and an attachment to the world it's it's sinful it doesn't give us anything except fear and recognize that the world is operating in fear the people who are governing are using fear as a tool to lord over everyone Be careful. Know your surroundings. Know who's in them. One of the other areas that I saw when I was reading was that we are going, as Christians, we are going to be treated like snakes. You know how much the world hates snakes. We're going to be treated like snakes and abused on that level. Recognize what you're being told here. The other part of that, when I was reading it, is that's why we need to be as wise as a serpent. To know how to deal with this and as gentle as a dove. But the warning is that we're going to be treated like snakes. Christianity is not going to be a part of this coming world. It's going to be hated. Those within it are going to be hated. 
parents are going to turn against you. Children are going to turn against you. That is already being put in place with this COVID thing. If someone is doing something wrong, phone and report them. That's the basis of people turning you in. That was another area that, that was shown. We will be judged accordingly. We will be persecuted by the courts. Folks, it's not going to be nice. Yet we will endure because the Lord said, if you're with me and you're walking in righteousness, you're abiding with me, I will carry you through. There will be bounty, plenty of bounty. You will be cared for by Yeshua. That was one of the other parts that I saw. I'm giving you a glimpse. Recognize in my heart, I want to tell you everything, but I want to make sure that I know what it is the whole message is. I'm giving you a preview for you to understand how serious this is. Another area that he touched on, those of us who are with him are going to be sorely grieved, sorely grieved in the heart and in the spirit and in the soul of what we are surrounded by. Recognize what the Lord is saying. When you're sorely grieved, that means what you're observing and what is around you is horrendous. It's horrendous. I, uh, I want, my heart is crying out. My heart is crying inside of me. Please. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to one one or two and give you an idea. Matthew 24 4 to 28. I'm not going to read it all, but I'm just going to give you some of it. Now, people are going to say, oh, well, that's the, that's the coming of our Lord. That's the coming of our Lord. The message, there's message inside of these verses for discernment in order to speak to what is coming. Before the Lord comes, he's going to send judgment on the world. This is one of them. So understand what I'm trying to show you. Be prepared, folks. One of the other things that I was showing in here is the road to heaven is going to be filled with bumps and holes and bruising, and it's not going to be smooth. And it's going to happen from now until you get to heaven, no matter how long it is. It's going to happen from now until you get to heaven. Last night I said, if you make a choice to be with the Lord, be 100% with him. If you make a choice to be with Baal, 
then be 100% with him and suffer the consequences of what comes. If you're with the Lord and you're 100%, you will then reap whatever the Lord brings as gifts, protection, and guidance. There's no in-between with this. Things are changing in the world. What Christ here said to his disciples tended more to promote caution than to satisfy their curiosity. They were asking when all these things were going to come about. And I'm sure people are saying the same thing. Well, you've been talking about this now for a little while. When is it going to come about? I don't know. He's not giving me a date. He's not dating it. He's not saying this is when it's going to happen. What he's showing me is that it is coming and it is close. So don't think you have a huge amount of time to get your house in order, because I'm saying to you folks, you don't. The seriousness of the messages that are within this group of verses or chapter, verses and chapters and, and uh, that I've got, there is huge amount of information in it. And what it is saying, the mainstay of the whole thing is get your house in order. Get your house in order, because this is what's coming. Do not get caught with your pants down. Do not get caught not being prepared. We have You've been given a huge amount of time to prepare yourselves. Be prepared. Get out of the world. Step back. Take your hands off of the world. Recognize that there's things going to happen to those worldly possessions that you may have put a lot of faith and a lot of desire into. Take your hands off of them. Get that out of your heart because that is part of idolatry. Remember, anyone who's idolatrous has no room or place in heaven. Search deep. Do not make, don't cope, don't rationalize, deal. Deal with this because you're going to have to be, you're going to have to make decisions and they're not going to be easy to make and they're not going to be pleasant, some of them. Now, that doesn't mean you have to discard and get rid of it, but what you have to do is work in your heart and in your mind. Detach yourself from them. Recognize that they're there for you to enjoy now, but they're going to be in the future gone. gone. And you cannot grieve over it. If you do, you're idolatry. You're idolizing it. Get that out of your heart. Get it out of your mind. Recognize that you can enjoy it, take pleasures in it, but you cannot worship it. It's an idolatry if you do. Get rid of it. Get rid of that nonsense. Get it out of your heart. Get it out of your mind. Fill your fill your, your spirit and your soul with faith and the Word of God. I gave you those 14 steps. Use them. Use them to open up yourself and search all of the things that you require to search. Use it on a spiritual level. It looks like it's for business, and, and, and that's what it originally came as. And, and I modified it in order to do it for personal. And I modified it again in order to do it for spiritual. Because it's a 14-step template showing us 
how to get ourselves out of the world, how to get ourselves into righteousness and thinking righteously. Depending on our faith, depending on the Lord, recognizing that the Lord is giving us all these things, they're just gifts. And they're momentary things in this world. And they're going to vanish. Recognize that. Understand it. Prepare yourself for it. Know what is important to you. It goes back to the saying, I'd rather be seen being righteous than being sinful in unrighteousness. Don't be there. Don't go there. Walk in righteousness. You're going to be mocked. You're going to be criticized. You're going to be laughed at. You're going to be told that you're crazy. You're going to be, there's going to be huge amounts of criticism coming at us as Christians. You may even lose your job. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I do know what I'm being told and shown that there's going to be persecution of Christians, of the Christian way. Services are going to be vanished. I may not even be able to publish. I don't know. But I do know this, that I will try to communicate as much as I possibly can with as many as I possibly can around the world in order for them to know what is going on and why. This is serious stuff, I'm telling you. It's not, not to be taken lightly. Share this video with as many people as you possibly can. Wake them up to what's coming. Caution than to satisfy their curiosity, more to prepare them for the events that should happen. And that's what I'm doing with you as I'm preparing you for the events that might happen. <clears throat> then to give a distinct idea of the events. This is that good understanding of the times which all should covet, thence to infer what Israel ought to do. In other words, what we should do. We're a part of Israel because we're a part of the covenant. Understand that. We've been adopted into the covenant and we're a part of it. So what happens to Israel is going to happen to us. Our Savior cautions his disciples to stand on their guard against false teachers. And he foretells wars and great commotions among nations. And that's going to start happening again. Because there's a changing of the guard coming. I don't. I don't know if Trump's going to get in. I prophesied that the Lord is going to put him there. I believe he might, but there's still going to be wars. It's coming. It's already, well, there's two or three little ones that are already happening throughout. From the time that the Jews rejected Christ and he left their house desolate, the sword never departed from them. See what comes of refusing the gospel. 
Those who will not hear the messengers of peace shall be made to hear the messengers of war. Not a good thing, people. But where the heart is fixed, trusting in God, it is kept in peace and is not afraid. So there's no fear in our lives. There shouldn't be. It is against the mind of Christ that his people should have troubled hearts, even in troublous times. So if you have trouble in your heart, you're going against Christ. Get rid of that. Find the scriptures that remove it from you. Get it out of your heart. Get it out of your mind. It's part of doubt. It's dragging your faith down. Build up your faith. When we looked forward to the end, eternity of misery that is before the obstinate refusers of Christ and his gospel, we may truly say the greatest earthly judgments are but the beginning of sorrows. It is comforting that some shall endure even to the end. Our Lord foretells the preaching of the gospel in all the world. The end of the world shall not be till the gospel has done its work. So this isn't the end of the world. Get that out of your head. This is troubled times. This is a judgment coming on those who are refusing to accept God. If God opens a door of escape, we ought to make our escape. We ought to make our escape. Otherwise, we do not trust God, but tempt him. It becomes Christ's disciples in times of public trouble to be much in prayer that is never out of season, but in a special manner seasonable when we are distressed on every side. So folks, get into prayer. Excuse me, get into prayer. Build on your faith. Get into prayer, folks. Though we must take what God sends, Yet we may pray against sufferings, and it is very trying to a good man to be taken by any work of necessity from the solemn service and worship of God on the Sabbath day. But here is one word of comfort, that for the elect's sake these days shall be made shorter than their enemies designed. Oh, who would have cut off, cut all off, if God, who used those foes to serve his own purpose, had not set bounds to their wrath. Christ foretells the rapid spreading of the gospel in the world. It is plainly seen as a lightning. Christ preached his gospel openly, and we are to do the same. Openly. Don't hide it. Get it out there. Get the light into the world. Overcome the darkness. And yes, you will be persecuted. Yes, you will be mocked. And yes, you may suffer a bit. Pray on it. Ask for the Lord to give you the help. Be wise as a serpent and as gentle as a dove. But openly preach as the Lord did. One more. And then I think I will shut her down for the night. Psalm 
2 Peter 3, 5 to 10. Had these scoffers considered the dreadful vengeance with which God swept away a whole world of ungodly men at once, surely they would not have scoffed at his threatening an equally terrible judgment. Are you hearing the message here? Don't be among the scoffers. Don't take this lightly. He's talking about the flood where he destroyed everybody other than Noah and his family. That, in my mind, is almost unfathomable. I can't conceive how all the people in the world were destroyed at once. One minute you're here, poof, the next minute you're gone. This judgment that's coming, and what I'm hearing, is going to be similar. It's not going to be as swift but it's going to be devastating for those who are not with the Lord. There's a prophet out of India that my wife gave, him, gave me his prophecy and I went through it. He's talking about another version of COVID where it's like a hornet sting and your body will burn, fever, Sounded horrible what he was predicting. I wouldn't, I don't want to be on the other side. I don't want to be a mouth professor. I don't want to be one who believes that science is an answer to their health and that faith is what they practice in Sundays at the church in front of the crowd. There's judgment there for those as well. There's judgment for those who are mouth professors. There's judgment for those who are teaching falsely. There's judgment for those who think they're scholarly and they're wise. And the world has hold, held them up as being knowledgeable. There's judgment for them as well. Humility, faith, hope is what's going to get us through this. Be with the Lord 100%. Don't have any doubt. Be like Peter. When he walked on the water, he was filled with faith. Be like Peter, who kept his eye on the Lord and walked on water. We need to be in that depth of faith. Practice. Make it happen. Don't take me lightly. This is a sounding of the trumpet. And what's coming is not going to be nice, nor is it going to be easy. We will get through it. But it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's going to be a bumpy road for everybody.
But like the Lord said, not one hair on our head will be harmed. So recognize he's preparing us. Put on the armor. Sharpen your sword, your two-edged sword. Recognize that we don't fight flesh. We're in a huge, huge spiritual battle coming up. Be prepared. Myself, I am going to start meditating at least a minimum of two hours a day, and I'm going to be in prayer for a minimum of a couple hours a day. I need, I need, I need to discern. I need to be with, at the table, taking in as much as I possibly can. I will share as much as I can for you. I'm with you. Take care. I want to pray. Lord, I bring before you this group. I ask, Father, Heavenly Father, that you would bring wisdom, understanding, an open heart, and an open mind to discern what has been shown. Bring knowledge unto them that they would free themselves from all the wiles of the world. We define wiles for them. We pray that they would use that information to make wise, knowledgeable decisions and be with them, Father, and support them in those decisions. Fill them with knowledge. Fill them with acceptance. And most of all, Lord, cover them with the blood of the Lamb. As you put the blood around the doors through Passover, I pray that you cover us spiritually with the blood of the Lamb as a Passover, as a symbol of the Passover. This I pray in your name, Father, in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen.